Hey, gang, you know that slow jam version of the WHM theme song that we use on uh, On Screen Live, among other things? Well, you know, that audio file is exactly 52 seconds long. And in that time right now, I'm going to attempt to jam in every single tour date we have coming up for you fine folks uh, around the world and in some states of the United variety. Uh, All right, so here we go. We're going to put in the theme song and see if I can do this. Three, two, one, go. All right, so let's see. First up, on February 1st, we're going to be on the internet global event, folks. Talking the Flash. Uh, replay is going to be available for seven days after the show. Uh, you can go straight to moment.co slash we hate movies. Get them ticks for that. Uh, April 25th, that's 425. We're returning to Atlanta, Georgia for the first time in seven years. We're going to be at the City Winery. Classing it up a little bit in Atlanta, Georgia, 425. Then on 514, we're making our way to the Lone Star State, folks. Houston, Texas. We're at the Houston Improv. Uh, Going to be great Houston debut. And then 515, Austin, Texas. Our return there uh, after six years away. Cap City Comedy Club. All these tickets available. All the information. WHMPodcast.com. Hey, I did it. Pretty cool, eh, Ernest Borgnine? Cool, man. Please listen carefully for a very important We Hate Movies-related announcement. Holy smokes, it's Listener Request Month, folks. New listeners are like, what? And old listeners are like, yeah! Well, what is Listener Request Month? It's that one time of year where you tell us what to watch. So, like, every year, we're going to open up the WHM request line, and it's up to you to program our entire March calendar, all right? The way it works is you dial 1-833-946-4264, or in an easier, more fun way, one eight three three whm gang and leave us a brief message, brief message about one movie you'd like us to cover. Be sure to include your name and where you're calling from to be eligible, and that's one movie per call. Any calls asking for more than one are disqualified, folks. We will throw that in the trash so fast. So what's eligible to be called in? Nearly everything. The 10-year rule, which only kind of exists now anyway, is off the table. We just needed to be streaming somewhere so that us and, you know, your fellow audience members can find it. We're not buying $90 VHS tapes on eBay, folks. Well, maybe Steve is, but the rest of us definitely aren't. So make sure your request is somewhere digital. And just to be clear, the phone lines are open for We Hate Movies entries only, so it's got to fit that vague parameter of a We Hate Movies title, all right? Also, there's a couple of movies like The Room and Birdemic, things like that, that we're just not going to do, so do not bother. Hey, also, Patreon friends, our loyal kick-ass Patreon subscribers, we'd never forget you all. You get to email us directly with your picks for Patreon selections. Email whmrequests at gmail.com. That's whmrequests, plural, whmrequests at gmail.com. Now, what can you uh, request stuff for? Here we go. A We Love Movies episode, all right? These are available at the $5 level and up. That's a movie that you love and you think we'll also love and would be able to make a fun two-ish hour chat out of, okay? Same deal as the WHM requirements. You don't need to find it somewhere, yada, yada. Though, let's be smart about it, gang. Leave the incredibly challenging atrocity films like Zone of Interest for a less goofy podcast. Kind of hard to make scenes of people sifting through the items of the recently murdered funny, you know what I mean? Look at the We Love Movies back catalog list on our website, whmpodcast.com, if you want to get some inspiration, all right? Now, for Animation Damnation, that's the $3 level and up, folks. We're going to need the name of a 30-ish minute cartoon and the specific episode, very important specific episode, that you want us to talk about, uh, as well as where we can find it. If it's streaming, let us know where. And if it's on YouTube or somewhere else like that, just include the link in your email. No feature film requests, folks. These are 30-ish minute cartoons only, all right? Nexus episodes, that's at our $8 level and up. That's right, we're opening up to any and all episodes of Star Trek TNG, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, or Strange New Worlds. That's exciting, right? Look, we're leaving out TOS because we're just about done with TOS episodes on the actual run of the Nexus, so no point in doing that. And also, yes, we added in Strange New Worlds because it's episodic. I've seen all of it. The guys won't be lost. Uh, So I know there's a bunch of uh, Strange New World episodes I'd love to have the guys watch and talk about, too. So feel free to write those in. We just need the name of the show and the episode you'd like to be covered. 
Uh, the Star Wars Gleep Glossary, of course, also at the $8 level and up. Uh, if you have a fun Star Wars character you always wanted to hear us riff on, let us know. Shoot us an email of the character in question, and we'll look into it. Uh, we've done a lot of Gleep Glossaries entries over the years, though, all right? So be sure you double-check. We haven't covered your character yet, because otherwise, it's a waste of your time. For all the above, by the way, please send us one email per request. we got to keep this as organized as possible, and this is the only way to do it. One email per request. So if you want to request something for each of the four sideshows, that's for separate emails with subject lines that let us know what you're requesting. Make it easy on us, please. Again, any emails that double up, they're getting chucked in the bin. All right? We got to keep it organized. Lastly, sorry, no requests will be taken for Melrose 2 and out. We got to go in order there, gang. Absolutely no way we'd be able to navigate those insane waters at random, okay? Also, as always, include your name and where you're writing in from in those emails. We're not going to read your email address on the air, docs or anything. we just like to give you credit uh, for the request. Starting January the 16th, which is right now and ending 11 59 Eastern Standard Time on January the 31st. That's January 16th through 1159 EST on January the 31st. We will be accepting brief phone calls for We Hate Movies episodes via 1-833-946-4264. That's 1-833-WHM-GANG. And for Patreon requests, we're accepting emails via whmrequests at gmail.com. We're so excited to see what you all beautiful folks call in because this March, you tell us what to watch. going on everybody welcome to on screen live my name is andrew jupin uh good afternoon good evening good morning wherever the heck you might be finding us if you're catching us live here on the internet chat going crazy what's up Osiris 87 sandwich jones dakota green i'm so rachel sucked eddie fail son oh yeah this chat fucking exploding love you all out there gary miles joe myers uh, Hazer One Kenobi over on Twitch. How you doing, Big Daddy? Uh, good morning, everybody. Gonna bring in, gonna bring in my buds. We're gonna talk about grosses. We're gonna wish some people some happy birthday. Gonna talk about Doug Lyman's getting fucked by Amazon. All sorts of stuff. Up first, you know him, you love him, and we've missed him, and we're glad he's back, Mister Steven Sadak. Howdy. Uh, <laughs> you, you, like my, uh, you just Steve you, changed his name. In the green I, room. This is every, surprised me. Everyone had a lot of fun names and I didn't have one. So I was like, what's on my mind? Oh, yeah. I watched Dyad this weekend and it sucked so much shit. Jodie Foster, innocent. Great, great performance by her. Everything uh-huh. else is absolutely horrible. You're it's just like, watching like a net bending, pruning in the water and whatnot? Pretty much. She's a net bending around. But the weird thing is there's so much documentary footage because it's made by two documentary, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Filmmakers. Directors, yeah. So that it, there, it you kind of lose the point of like why am i even watching why are we why are we making this narrative when you have all this like great documentary footage yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's really annoying so i'm gonna write naya sucks tattooed right here just so they know (laughs) going forward yeah uh no stranger to getting back tattoos when he doesn't like a movie good morning eric siska hello good morning yes that movie, Steve, I don't think that exists. That, <laughs> The Father, it's, Coda, those, no one has seen those. You're just making this up. Two Oscars. And I mean, like, you know, like, and that's, that's the weird thing is that I mean, like, you know, we can have the argument about Greta Gerwig and all that stuff, and that those are fine arguments to have, but you could so easily swap in uh, uh, both uh, Natalie Portman and Juliet Moore for, yeah. uh, for both of those uh, nominees, and yeah. you'd be in much better shape as, as a. Huh. Uh, for both for both May, categories. December robbed by the account. Totally. Absolutely totally. robbed for this dog shit movie. Uh speaking of Rob, this dude fucking loves robbing the book barn every week. Here's Chris Cabin. Of course, then we went to KFC, but it was closed at an early <laughs> 8 p.m. What was not closed was Bojangles, which was across the street. Oh, sure. I watched Werner get in there, and I asked, he asked for a full meal, and they said that they were out of everything except for thighs. I sh- saw him throw a soda 
at a young man cursed in <laughs> many Germans. Uh-huh. Yep. We're yelling Chris, at them. Come on. What? Show to do. Come on. <laughs> it all fucking morning to read, dude. We got oh some my business. Is, you know you think you, show? Come on. You read so much you think you'd be smarter by now. No. No. <laughs> wow. Reading makes you dumber. That's the I mean, that's the classic thing. Right. right. Much Chris, stupider. Chris Cabin, quick question. Yeah. Is that a new Deftones t shirt? Uh it, it's a uh it, yes, it is. That's pretty sick. Did you yeah. see them in concert or something? No, a, a friend gave me it when they went to see them. Again. Ah, very cool. Uh, the old pickup uh, merch for me. Uh-huh. I, I, yes, I was giving them a drop. Like, oh, was, do it, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can order this on the internet. You know, make maybe reading doesn't make you dumber, but I think aging makes you a little dumber. We got some birthdays oh, here. I'm stupid. Ooh, people getting a year older. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, this dude, I don't know, probably definitely brain-pilled. Happy 79th birthday to Tom Selleck. Wow, oh, man. Yep. It's a dude you'll find hiding in the bowels of CBS. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's now actually pushing. He's done reverse mortgages. Now he's doing interdimensional mortgages, which are sure. uh, just another way to fuck old people. Is the <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. If you want me to put your house safely in the quantum realm, <laughs> sign up. Remember he kept getting in trouble for like watering his plants? Wow. Wait, what? Avocado. He has like an avocado farm and right. it's like oh, a yeah. big drought in California. Like, always. oh, was, and he was like, hey, everybody, please stop watering your shit. And he was like, I have an avocado farm. That <laughs> feels like a century ago. But yes, now it, it is coming, yeah. scratching back. Oh. It probably was a century ago. I think years are now decades <laughs> in my mind. It's just it feels so hard to go on and on. Right, folks? <laughs> well, look, but William Devane cannot get all of the, the joys and pleasures from this. He can't be the one that gets all the riches. It's true. Some people, other people have to get some out of this. Uh, speaking of rich people, uh, big the big 7-0 for total global legend, Oprah Winfrey. Wow. Oh. Which I would not have guessed Oprah no. 70. No, but it all. makes sense when you think about her career, but it, it's like, sure. She, she don't look it. No, 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 no. But I assume she's much like the Baron Harkonnen and can float over things yes. and, and command people <laughs> at her will. Yes. yes. Sure. I, I can you, see that. Happen. You, you ever, get a body plug. You get a body plug. <laughs> we all get body plugs. If you ever meet her, remember the tooth. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Dune references. Mm. Uh, I forgot. A, a, I don't know what the hell I did with the photograph, but mm. happy 56th birthday to uh, Ed Burns. Oh, filmmaker, wow. actor, Eddie Burns, uh, 56, 56 years old. Yeah. Uh, probably looks 70, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, I'm sure he looks better than I do. That's for sure. Oh, well, yeah. you yeah, look Eddie. 72. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, you got You don't know with Eddie Burns, though, man. Like all the all the aging from like smoking, arguing with your true. family. And, and the yeah. Irish don't age well. That's, no. that's a real thing. Ooh, it's true. It's hard. Yes. Man, it's hard. Many, th- many things can grow on the noses. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy fifty uh, fourth birthday to Roller Girl herself, Heather Graham. Mm. Oh, anybody see that new movie? It's her and Barbara Crampton that's on um, Shutter. It's another uh, oh, this- the horror. Uh, fuck yeah, I, I know what you're talking. I can't remember about. the name yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. This is how I'm hearing about it. It's yeah. like some um, some uh, like psycho swaps into Heather Graham's body or something like that. It looks kind of neat. I, oh, okay. no, I watched that vaguely racist Christmas movie she did uh, over the, over the Christmas. Oh, what is yes. this? Her uh, and Brandy. What was it? I don't even know what it was called. Uh, I I, you could waterboard me. I wouldn't know the name of it. But it's like, yeah. What's it about, though? Best, wait, I got it. Best Christmas ever. And yeah. you bet your ass there's an exclamation mark in the title. It's brand. It's like a, it's like a keeping up with the Joneses, but because... It's a white family, like looking at a, a black family. It's 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 very strange to me. It's very like, <laughs> it's very like. Look at all those people. Where do they get off being better than us? And wow. it's like Randy has built a life as mm. a successful aeronautics engineer. Uh huh. <laughs> but Heather Graham is like getting her Christmas letter every year, and she's like, Brandy's family's faking it. They're not yes. that successful. These are all lies. That's uh, not their house. And I'm wow. like. Why don't you give her a call and check in? <laughs> like, this, this sounds like the best Christmas ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it super sucked. Uh, and also, happy 45th birthday to former teen heartthrob and possible cult leader Andrew Keegan. Oh, for uh, sure. Cult leader. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wanted to make sure that that was still going before I joined up, you know? 
<laughs> Did you check it out? Is it still happening? I'm or? planning on joining a cult of the fall. I've yes, been I, I have a couple of pa- welcome packets from a different couple of different ones. You know, I yeah. want to make sure they get I a bad, long pass, like mm. uh, try us out kind of things. Yeah, they yeah. get a bad rap for no reason. You got these old people going to the, the Catholic Church or or the Freemasons or the Elk Lodge, but sure. you can't have a little sex branding party with your friends. <laughs> well, that's I remember you being on the fence about Nexium before the. Uh, it all came crashing down. Yeah, yeah. And, and I right. think I'm pro now. You are pro Nexium? Okay. I would love Maybe. to be pro Nexium. It's like going to a Battlestar Galactica convention. Like, ooh, look at her. Look at her. That's exactly. exciting. Wow, look at all these washed out celebrities here at this cult meeting. Uh-huh. Excellent. Maybe we're all, are we all trying to hunt down Gaddafi's gold or what? <laughs> and the instead same. of get, getting a cool autograph for your DVD collection, they brand themselves on your genitals. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure some of the events are you just have some cake and yes. walk around and talk. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's some normal events. Yeah. Do you think um, the woman who played young Aunt Baru was like, they would like do Star Wars screenings a lot. It was like, like kind of like a Kevin Smith vibe. Like she was always there for a Q and A. Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, I'll fucking talk you off about the prequels. Let's do it. Yeah. Another Q and A with that Bobby man, or whatever. You're selling it to me. You're selling it to me. <laughs> well, like yeah, you can you can book that as like a, a, a talk about my career, and you mix in the Nexium stuff right in there. It could right. You open it up very easily. To That's how both. you slither in there, dude. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. Oh yes. Um, so those are the birthdays. We're gonna get to some uh some box office mumbo jumbo now. Kind of a weird nothing week because man, January is just the worst for movies. This is highest gross. This was kind of great because I didn't have to uh get any new poster art i just had to shuffle the order <laughs> sure. of shit sure. uh, so uh-huh. i appreciated that very much so fourth last week fifth this week anyone but you mm. oh man i have not still but i will say you know having a rom-com in the mix is a sign of sure. a healthy ecosystem agreed is Absolutely this agreed. i i feel like this might survive solely on the uh sydney sweeney hot ones meme this yeah, might keep going for another week what, at what, least. What, 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 is, what is this? Can you explain this meme to granddad over here? Granddad. Okay, so there is a show <laughs> called Hot Ones, Grandfather. I know that much. Okay, I know that. So I know the you person. Know now combine them for me. Paint the picture. What do you think? She went on the show. Okay. And like she's very sexy eating chicken wings. Is the idea. Oh, that's okay. definitely doing it for yeah. people. I've Absolutely. Kind of, I've kind of detached from social media in a bit. I've kind of not been logging on. So I've been missing all the great memes. There oh, you're missing so many memes. great memes. Really bettering one. your mental health, dude. That's exactly what you're doing. I, I wish it was, but yeah, no. I, was say, but, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, here's the thing, Andrew. Yeah. Yes, it's it's negative to like scroll doom scroll as they say. Yes. But sitting in a dark room sipping whiskey getting more and more bitter is not better for your mental health that, that's what you <laughs> that's true you're right eric wasn't actually doing anything constructive no, adding right. bullet numbers to the revenge list <laughs> I, yeah i hold a grudge folks Look yeah out. you know what, Steve, you're right um but anyway this is another 4.8 million this only had a 25 million dollar budget so it's a it's safe to say it's a total success um mm. Similarly, with migration, oh, look yeah. at these guys—they're uh, just trying to get four. get home or whatever. Those trying ducks to are goddamn adorable. I'll never see that movie, but those ducks are cute. There you go. How about yeah, this will probably be like I always get the big animated things done like six months after they come out. Like I know, like Chris was right there for Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, like opening First weekend. We all, yeah, know, that. Yeah, we yeah, all right. know that. We all know that. But I waited, like you know six seven months then Got i saw it. it and i was pleasantly surprised i feel it's gonna happen with migration also like <laughs> it's it's january now I, you can't be watching a migrate a bird migrating yeah. in the fall movie now i gotta no. wait till like you know next november so right. my, my joe is on the floor i found out there's a fourth despicable me coming out this yes summer couldn't believe it it's only four <sighs> we're only well the minions are separate you, you, i yep. see okay so, all right oh, okay so, so i guess that five means- or six now we're probably due to do an episode of one of those. Then I think, sadly, yeah, I put oh, it. In, I actually put it in the schedule. So okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Stephen. Thank you. You know, here's something crazy though. Like I saw the the trailer for Migration, obviously, and like the animation looked really good. You mm-hmm. know, really professional grade stuff. That movie cost just 
Where's my numbers now? $70 million. Mm-hmm. We uh-huh. watched that. Ele- this is what I'm talking about. We watched Elemental over the weekend. So uh-huh. big animated movie yeah, from sure. whatever the fuck it came out. I finally just watched it. Yeah. And it also, yes, looks very good. But where is the difference in $130 million? That I could not tell you. I don't yes. know how Elemental was $200 million. Migration was $70 million. There was something. Hey. There was something about them hiring a bunch of uh, like they did too much subcontracting. Like they got a bunch of different animation houses to work on it at the same mm. time. Oh, so and that like, and that had made them go over budget because oh, a bunch yeah. of them went over budget. Also, uh, the cocaine and the naked okay. models to eat sushi off of. That <laughs> yes, was all exactly. Problem. Yeah, you got to do yeah. all that. And I mean, that, that little flame had a cocaine problem. You're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps on cooking it. He's just got to smoke it, I guess. Uh, do they find love in the end, don't they, Andrew? I'm just assuming. They do. They oh, do nice. find yeah. love in the end. It's I mean, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's It was just kind of like, um, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On to the next one, I guess, Pixar. They haven't, just, um, they haven't had yeah. like a big, like, oh, my God, Pixar back at yeah. it like, movie. Well, they haven't I, been inventive in forever. Not yeah. to get on a Pixar. Like, right, like Inside Out, out maybe, yeah. is the last one. That was yes, like, that was like, the, bit, the last big yeah. Yeah, yeah and wait for this year with inside out too <laughs> still haven't still happy yeah, yeah you're fine. fine um still haven't still happy it'll be a rental for me wonka in it three this thing successfully will it have it blows least, my like, mind but this, i can't believe this is so successful i guess you know the timothy factor is definitely yeah. at play i was hoping we were getting to the point where we were just over we're getting over franchises in general no yeah and no. remakes but we're not this is only going to add fuel to the fire this yep. more the kid kid centric stuff you can't uh, st- stop from franchise. That's yeah. always going to have that. I I don't think you're going to. I think what you're probably saying is like yeah, MCU. We've been seeing a little bit of a dip, but yeah. like all the other ones seem to be doing just fine. I mean, yeah. When was the last Willy Wonka movie, Eric? Like 2005 or whenever Tim Burton did that movie. The franchise is geared up. Yes. It's ready. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. The next time I see Timmy, he'll be wearing a still suit. I guarantee it. That's, that's oh, how that's yeah. going to go. Oh, yep. I'm excited that's for that right. one. Speaking of franchise town. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but this movie, over $550 million globally. I mean, yeah. it's just insane. I thought the first look at him in that hat and the getup, I was yeah. like, this is a failure. Yeah. So, hey, happy to be wrong. Happy the box office uh, did as well as it did. Oh, really? I hate being wrong. I fucking yeah. hate it. No, I know. I know. Because you're, you're a fucking <laughs> I hate it so stilted much. adult, dude. I really do hate it. Yeah. Um, speaking of stuff that I would probably hate, the Mean Girls musical dropping. From the top slot here. Um, Another one I got wrong. <laughs> I did not think this would do would do as well yep. as it did. But no. you know, I would I didn't I don't know what the kids are into. They're watching hot ones. They're well, watching, <laughs> watching yeah. they're listening to show tunes or whatever. So there you go. Well, here's the thing, Eric. I mean, you were wrong about this. I was wrong about this. We could be executives at Paramount because those motherfuckers wanted to put this on P plus exclusive. Yeah. They were about <laughs> to bypass the theatrical. Yeah. It's true. I mean I, it, it, yeah. You go, Chris. Eric, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say I definitely could be an executive, but go ahead. <laughs> well, you'd be better than David Zaslav. No matter what you did, Eric, yeah, you'd, be right. than, you'd have Dude, to be better than David I don't Zaslav. know. If you give me that power, I might be deleting movies, too. Just to be like, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's whatever. It's 80-some-odd global, like, it did okay. Like, it's not holding pretty well, uh, yeah. you know, that well, but I mean, it's an option for people to go out and go to the theater, folks. So I'm glad uh, Paramount reconsidered that. And uh, wow, look at this crawling its way up to mm. the top again. Beekeeper. Yeah. How? How? That's, I need to see it. There's nothing. There's nothing, nothing, nothing going oh, on, dude. I'm sorry. You guys last week, you know, you gave it sort of middling reviews. It's still about a secret society of beekeepers. Yeah. I still need to see this movie. <laughs> I do need to see it as well. Yeah, I, you do. I, no, you absolutely do. Hey, fake uh, water in the desert is better than no water in the desert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my movie's an oasis in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just really quickly, uh, some elsewhere around the box office, Zone of Interest, uh, which we talked to you all about out of New York Film Festival. Um, doing a nice little $1.1 million this weekend. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't seen mm-hmm. that. that. That's the d- documentary on Discovery Zone, the rise and fall of. Yeah. Yes, exactly, right. dude. Okay. We talked to so many former foam padding mm-hmm. magnates. And yeah, that's, bring, that's bring sick, the kids. Those, that yeah. sick bastard that started that 
that zone there. He decided to move his family next to it. It's disgusting. Oh, it's so disgusting. <laughs> hey, you know Discovery what? Zone. They don't even, they don't get into the rivalry of Chuck E. Cheese. And yeah, that's, not that's unfortunate. Like, <laughs> yep. you're not going to do right. that. Great. Now Come I'm envisioning, on. Chris, and now I'm envisioning a mashup of Zona Interest and Five Night at Freddy's. And that would be <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that would be great. Uh, but yeah, Zone, you know, nominations help, man. It added oh, yeah. itself. Uh, well, it's up to 315 screens, which is pretty wild. Up from 275. It's, uh, so it's a good movie. Cool. Chilling, yeah. chilling movie. Very, yeah. very chilling. Uh, also doing some stuff around the art market. Uh, Searchlight Pictures, All of Us Strangers, uh, you know, which I, th- I think is a good movie. Wasn't great IMO, but hey, 402K, not too shabby. I like people going out and seeing uh, these smaller movies. And Eric, I got this one in for you, dude. News. <laughs> From the box office front. Oh, Oppie. Yes. Yeah. Another milestone. The little movie that could, I guess. <laughs> crosses $90 million in IMAX sales alone in the United States. Congratulations, Oppie. It's crazy. And that IMAX gross, dude, worldwide, $187 million. 20% of this movie's fucking gross is IMAX sales. It's incredible. Are you, are you going back? Eric, is it going to happen? Uh, it depends. It depends. I, I don't know if it's going to happen for sure because, you know, I was looking at the IMAX seating charts. They're already mm-hmm. like sold. They were sold out the wazoo. Yeah. So it's like if I wanted to be in the front. So I probably end up won't. I probably won't be going back, but uh, I got the 4K and I'm always tempted. I always tell my wife, uh, Oppenheimer. Uh, <laughs> she's always like, no, never, never again. Oppenheimer tonight, queen. <laughs> Um, but you did see Tenet in IMAX, though, Eric, right? Or no. Just, go, just theater, theater to see No, it? no, no. I actually, because I know that that's coming back out in theaters, and I want to have an opinion about it again before it got there. Oh, oh, I got, had it, the got, four, got it. I bought, I bought the 4K during the pandemic, and uh, I gave Tenet a spin again this weekend, and I liked it more the first time, but I still don't think it's really getting there um they do talk about oppenheimer in the movie which is oh, kind right. of a problem because now i'm just like uh oppenheimer afterwards <laughs> and another three and a half hour no. movie <laughs> uh yeah i don't know we'll see i might go see it in theaters uh see like it big screen do um hey speaking of seeing things you can see us pretty soon everybody including this thursday oh boy yeah i can't believe it's finally fucking here yeah, this I week. I can't believe it. I can't. Yeah, this Thursday, this Thursday, yeah. moment.co slash we ate movies. Tickets are available now, 9 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing a live episode. It's going to be a ton of fun. And there's an after party where uh, I'm sure Chris is going to get fall down drunk again. <laughs> Every time. Every I, time. Definitely, this it's guy. Me. It's definitely me. It's you. Full on, full on <laughs> dreading the rewatch. Full on. Oh, yeah. D, capital D. Yes. Dreading the rewatch. Still have not. Still have not. You're you're gonna hate it. You are going to be in hell. Who among us had their soul die in the theater? I went in the theater. Yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah, Okay. (laughs) Chris, you didn't see it in the theater. Uh, Me? Well, no, I did. I Uh, see it with Cameron. Me and Cameron. Uh, We hung out. We had we had a nice weekend. Oh, Cameron Ripley. How was uh, how was his friend Doctor Torrentino? Well, you know, (laughs) Cameron Ripley and and the doc. Uh, they took a vacation as they do in January. You know, they don't really. They don't get back into the movie going spirit until early mm. February when the big hits start coming out. Uh, and then they're ready to go. Cameron has been calling me, though, and he's he wishes everybody a, a happy holiday. Oh, thanks. Sweet oh, that's good. Thank you, Cameron. That's good. Uh, but this Thursday, folks, moment.co slash we hate movies. Uh, we're going to be live talking the flash. If you can't make it, uh, the replay is good for a week after the broadcast. So don't worry about making it that night. If you got something going on, we get it. Hey, folks. Life gets in the way sometimes. We're all mm-hmm. busy as fuck. Seven days after the replay. Uh, and then, IRL gang, we are going on the road this spring. Uh, first up, we're hitting Atlanta, Georgia for the first time in seven years. So that's definitely the better part of a decade. Uh, 425, we're at City Winery, guys. Can you believe that? Yes. I can't believe it. You know I, what? I don't <laughs> think this venue is going to smell of mozzarella sticks. Cannot guarantee you, though. <laughs> I don't know. We've so played city wineries before. They're classy <laughs> they, joints. They're I mean, nice. They They're very yeah. nice. Good food as well, folks. Yes, very tasty. You're not going to put us on. I'm going to throw us under the bus. Okay. Uh, 
Tune in next week on On Screen Live when we announce movies for all of these. Yes, we're going to go. Finally. Tune in there next you week. Go. Big you need reveal a deadline. next week. Yes. Big reveal next week. Yes. Of all Thank you movies. for doing that, Steve. Yes. Now our, our feet are to the fire. We got to figure out these fucking movies. Now Thank we have you. to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, you know, we, we got to, you know, there's always stuff floating around yeah, our, our noodles, but you want to make sure it's like just right. Something that's going to mm-hmm. be fun for the crowd, you know, something that the crowd's going to want to rewatch again, you know. Uh, so we will figure those out. That's right, Steve. Next Monday on On Screen Live, we will reveal what we'll be talking about, not only in Atlanta, Georgia, on April the 25th. Oh, no, no. Houston Tejas, folks. Our Houston debut, Space City, May the 14th at uh, the Houston Improv. How about that? Do you need to learn stolen baseball signals to go to Houston, or is that just something everyone? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think only if you're looking to get a uh, like residential uh, oh, citizenship, okay, yeah. kind of, you know it, what yeah. I mean? Yes. Residential status. Yes. You know, got to learn how to steal them signs. I'll oh, make yeah. that joke here. I ain't making it there. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. No, dude, they'll put a fucking arrow through you or something. They'll or beat a bullet you to or throw death. a rock at you. They'll beat you to death. <laughs> uh, nobody's getting beaten to death. We're having a great fucking time with the Houston from Jesus Christ, Eric. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm kidding around. It's Texas. There's guns. Yeah. And 515 in Austin, Texas, where Woo. also things will be fine. Maybe. We will be at the Cap City Company. <laughs> it will be. It's going to be a fun night. First I'm time. Everything's going to be fine, Tor. <laughs> Good dude. There you go, dude. That is the yes. name of the tour for the whole year. Yeah. Everything will be fine, Tour yeah. 2024. We're going we're gonna to be, I, I, so we can say it now, we're doing pay it forward. That's yeah. what we're doing. That's what the we're doing. No plane crashes tour of 2024. Yeah. I am oh. just, So excited to get back to Atlanta, Georgia, Houston, Texas, first time, and Austin, Texas. Been meaning to get back to Austin, Texas. Yes. So come on out to these shows. Yes, please do. Um, Austin, not during South by Southwest. Also another plus for uh, when we're coming. Oh, my God. Yeah, you could breathe in there finally. Mm -hmm. Get a hotel room. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Both of those things much more easily. Something Uh, we had to do, too. Should That's be. right. Ticks at uh, whmpodcast.com, folks. Uh, all right. So, yeah, we've been kind of talking about this for a little bit. Uh, I thought this was a bigger story than it was, um, but you guys weren't uh, hip to it. So maybe I just have more invested in uh, the trailer segment uh, trailer, I guess we'll be talking about here in a segment. Well, we call trailer segment. So Doug Lyman has remade Roadhouse mm-hmm. um, with Jake Gyllenhaal in for Swayze. Rest in peace. Yes. And uh, I'm of the mind that looks kind of fun. Okay. That's just me. As uh, No one else has seen this trailer. I yet. have not seen I it I have yet. not. Okay. No, I've, I'm saving it for this historic occasion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw History. this out to the, to the chat. Has anyone remade a movie of a co- of a former co-star of theirs like we have right here because you've got Donnie Darko Patrick Swayze is in oh. Donnie Darko with Jake G mm. and now he's doing Roadhouse so now this is kind of a let's think this through we'll we'll, we'll all do some research on that but I'm curious that, anyone, that's mm. a really oh fuck that's really good and I'm thinking Steve we got to get our buddy Corey Everett on the phone from the cinephile game yes. This sounds like a cinephile round. You can make a game out of this. Yes. Remaking co-stars movies somehow. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Chat, do Mm. your thing and and see about that. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see you guys. We'll see what you have to say about this. And then uh, we'll give the detail about the atrocity that's happening (laughs) on on Amazon. This will be my first time through this trailer as well. Yeah. All right. And and folks watching along, of course, uh, down in the show description, you can find the exact link. Uh, to the official Prime Video channel. That's where we're going to watch the trailer. So you can watch along with us or not. Totally fine. Uh, but we're going to watch through this guy. Uh, Roadhouse 2024, directed by Doug Lyman. Three, two, one, go. Before we start, mm. do you have insurance? What? Is your coverage good? Yep. Like, oh, total? yeah. Oh, haha. Is there a hospital nearby? Is it like too far? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just slapped you. Are you alright? <laughs> yes. Yes. He's just dropping dudes. Oh, yeah, like slap fighting. No. Yeah. Nice. You ever win? No one ever wins a fight. 
Nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, but he's sensitive, guys. He's oh, sensitive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, it used to be UFSA, huh? Well, remember, guys, Patrick Swayze was also sensitive. So. Oh, yes. I mean, from it, Takiro. Oh, he's in a fight club, though. Mm -hmm. All right, how many times are we say in Roadhouse in this movie? That might <laughs> Probably be a, a lot. I feel I like they say it a couple times in Roadhouse, the OG. Yeah, oh, that's you're a probably right. Check. You're right. Is there going to be an AI Ben Gazzara in this movie? Then I'm in. <laughs> Dude, that, that's a, that would be a perk for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or, you know, they could do the like Ghostbusters afterlife route and have a, yeah. have a CGI ghost of uh, Patrick Swayze here. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's get frost all over him like for he no hold, reason. He holds his fist. It's like, I can help you punch. <laughs> oh, Roadhouse on a boat. I like this. Mm -hmm. Dude, Boathouse. <laughs> this uh, this Billy Magnuson guy has never not played a scumbag, and he does it really well. All right, here we go. Look at this. Is he? Look at this cartoon character. Or is this, what should we call it? Conor yeah. McGregor. Yeah. Conor McGregor, yeah. Is he, is he the Ben McGregor? Is he the Ben uh, Gazzara, or is he? So he's not Sam Elliott. No. No, 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 no. He's more the Ben Gazzara. Got yeah. it. Well, I guess Billy Magnuson's maybe more the Ben Gazzara. Yeah. yeah. I forget who the muscle was. Yeah. Oh, God, dude, no. Dude, no. the jacket. The Joker. He's playing the Joker. Yep. We got, like, boat fights. We got car fights. People seem a little aggressive around here. Hmm. Yeah, oh, looks, yeah. It looks like it does have some exciting set pieces. Um, sure. Broke his arm. <laughs> oh. I like that there is a very, like, similar kind of comedy vibe, too, which that kind of, whatever you want to call that comedy mode, that's the comedy mode that Jake Gyllenhaal can do really well, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but so anyway, the craziness of this is, like, this trailer comes out and everybody gets really excited, and then it's, like, no theatrical whatsoever for this movie. Hmm. Absolutely no theatrical footprint, straight to streaming. And that did not settle well with uh, director Doug Lyman, who was fucking furious, like immediately posted all this stuff about how it was like crazy that this wasn't happening. And he's now boycotting the South by premiere of his own movie. It's yeah. interesting. I mean, look, I, if Beekeeper can make money, I wonder if it was a thing of like, hey, man, can you get this ready for January? Because I mean, if this this movie's got January written all over, no, that's sure, absolutely. Because you're not gonna put out what or you February, but March, you're getting a little dicey. Like this no, real no, movie's no. coming out, you know what I mean, etc. Also, et like put it out when like a lot of the country like it's cold out, so mm -hmm. like now you're looking at beautiful, you know, Florida Keys weather, cool, you know. Uh, but so yeah, Doug, totally being vocal about this, which I think is the right move. Hall, I think, was like maybe looking to get into it too. But yeah, I heard that something like his, his rep sent like a screener to Jeff Bezos personally to watch on some yacht, and Jeff Bezos watched it and was like, "Nah, streaming." <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> the boat theater did not take it well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe because it was too mean against boats. You know, yeah, it's possible boat fighting. And he's like, "Hey, well, I love my boats. I I am against violence against boats. I think it's wrong." Okay. <laughs> well, it was fine, except they blew up the yacht at the end. It's kind of weird because I was watching it on a yacht. It's like watching my best friend die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't let that Mr. Clean motherfucker decide what happens with your slate. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Yeah. That's that guy doesn't know I, anything about this business. I'm shocked he would be making those. Like, I feel like that would be something like a, a minion of his would be doing. Like, come on. Aren't you balancing global power over there? Come on. Yeah, I, you know he's he's not doing anything, dude. No. You know he's take he's going to space to take a dump. Oh, and now this movie's <laughs> speaking of dump. This movie's just gonna get dumped, and no one's gonna oh, see yeah. it. Uh, oh yeah, because like you think Netflix is bad at burying movies? Oh my God. Amazon puts them to shame. <laughs> yeah. Amazon will hide your movie, and I think that honestly, this should like I'm glad Lyman's being vocal about this, and I really think it should open some eyes. Like, you know, on the one hand streamers having all this money to pick up all these movies or whatever has been helpful as far as like supporting smaller filmmakers or whatever. But if you're an established filmmaker like Affleck and Doug Lyman and all these people, and you're looking to get in bed with places like Amazon, 
I'm begging you, put in a contract clause that's like, and by the way, we're making this movie with you. Everybody's going to make money on it, mm-hmm. whether it's streaming or whatever. You have to put this out in theaters yeah. in some Like, write that into your shit. Yeah. I mean, you I know? just don't know how many people, like, even have that level of power, though. Like, I, I just read the story about Dev Patel's uh, directorial debut, Monkey Man, which was yeah. supposed to just go directly to Netflix. Uh, yep. for the longest time and then jordan peele saw it and was like no i would like it to come out in theaters and he paid he became a producer on the movie he's like i'll pay netflix a certain amount of money we're gonna put this out with i think universal is gonna put it out now yeah because it's not even yes it looks great the uh, monkey man yeah. we, we didn't get to cover yet but it does it looks fantastic it does um so like i i think by having good like asking showing this to people and being like hey put it out there you like it you would like to see on the theater it's yeah. the best you can do now like uh, yeah. everything else all other options are exhausted because streaming takes over everything but like get yeah. people to like go up go go for your movie maybe you got something maybe you can put it up there uh and credit where credit's due ness in the chat said edward, edward norton remade manhunter and was in the 25th hour with brian cox so that's Ooh. Uh, that's i would say that's close but no cigar because it's not the same character he would need to be in a movie with uh with uh will with, with uh, what's his face there uh oh, no. william peterson william peterson but mm. no this that totally counts that's very close uh, that's, that's very close uh, but yeah if you want the perfect alignment yes. of what steve's talking about here where they're playing the same character um, but it is it is a very very good called neth you know that um, robocop remake might have might be good for this game i don't know if it is but i know yeah. there's a lot of people in there like samuel oh, right. L. jackson gary oldman michael keaton mm. Any other um, original? Has Joel Kinnaman ever been in a movie with Peter Weller? Good question. Hmm. <laughs> they could play uh, father and son. <laughs> True, robot father and son. Uh, all right, Steve. Uh, here's a movie about a pretty lousy father, I'd say. Uh, you told me not to watch it, but I did rent it last night. I didn't want you to be alone here. Oh, good. Swim. Working on my on night, night swim. swim. <laughs> <laughs> last week, I was crying about not having a good January horror movie. And this week, I will continue to do so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not good. I no, mean, neither this or Founder's Day is good. No, I mean, not even oh, good horror. Like, I was looking for, like, a again, like a, a bye-bye tale. man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, an escape room. Like, good kills. This movie just, it just doesn't have it. You it's know? about a haunted pool. <laughs> yeah. It's about a haunted pool. Am I the only one that did not watch this one? Yeah, you're the only one. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. this movie asks and answers the question: Is it a good idea to make a movie about a haunted pool? And the answer is resoundingly no. <laughs> we're ru- we're running out of I- ideas. Is it a good idea to stack the cast of your haunted pool movie? Because you have Carrie Condon just coming out of the banshees of Inisherin. Academy Award nominee <laughs> Carrie Condon as the fucker. mom in yes. Ghost Pool. Yes. <laughs> and Wyatt Russell and the fucking high maintenance guys hanging out. Yeah. See, oh, yeah. Dude, high maintenance guy is like high maintenance guy cleaning a pool. That's all that's going just, on there, he, which why? is fine. Yeah. You almost give me a deadly game of chicken fight, which I'm like, maybe. But then you pussy out at the end of it. So I'm like, a steroid <laughs> Shrek. That was Ster- a good one. That, that was, was a good bad. one. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that. Um, Because this is like, here's the thing, you know, like this recalls the terrible film, uh, Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because that movie, you are getting the deathbed. Like that thing is worked over time in that movie. This is is all like coy. Is there a ghost in the pool? Oh, somebody may be drowned. Like that boyfriend character, like, and this is in the trailer where they're playing Marco Polo. That boyfriend character should be fucking capital D dead, dude. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Yeah. Why did you not kill that guy? Also, well, ghosts belong in lakes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree, actually, on that well, one. Well, dude, that's the thing, Eric. There's something about, like, blah bitty blah This used to be a haunted crick. <laughs> Yeah. 300 really? years ago yes. oh, yeah. like, you know what you're selling yep. me on it Buried <laughs> you know it, you built let you built this on a haunted crick is what you did uh, that's once, what it is yep <laughs> that's one part that's where we're like all right all, we already are, are, are skittish about our haunted pool idea and then when it's like oh you swallowed the pool water now you're evil oh, it's yeah, like yeah. all right oh. now no, it always has to be in the pool. Everybody yeah. yep. needs to be in and around the pool. You can't be leaving the pool doing scary stuff. Yeah, chlorine will make you evil. Don't eat it. Mm. And any day. And like uh, this, I mean, what they're doing, this is Amityville horror. 
is yes. what they're oh, doing. That's the I mean, and those movies are boring as sin. Yes. Uh, except for the what the what the one with Burt Young is fucking nuts. Whoa, that one I, is crazy. Mm, if you ever get a chance to see I it. I might need to go through all those. This, it's the second or third one, and Burt Young's the father. It is one of like the darkest films I've ever say, seen. I, they're probably amping up the domestic violence by 20 yes, to 30%. Yes, really bad, yeah. like really severely. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, yeah, otherwise, they're boring as sin, those movies. But uh, mm. yeah, was, oh, Eric, there's no way you're going to watch all of those Amityvilles because I think I think it was our good buddy, Josh Lucas. Uh, Lewis. Josh Lewis, excuse me. Um who watched all of those because that right. like the Amityville things kind of like a fair use whatever. So there's like 30 of those movies. Oh, was watched I kind of meant the uh the ones Just that were made with money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, exactly. Ones that were um, released. Uh yeah, so anyway, fucking fucking death pool, what night swim. That's I mean it's yes, like it's pool. so it's so tame, you yeah, know? And it like, is so tame. You have lean into the stupidity of your concept for this yes. and it, like it would have been fun but we're really just trying to take ourselves so seriously with a haunted pool movie because uh, we're trying to do like you know oh it's about something it's not about anything it really yep. isn't about anything it's not about like oh man isn't it difficult to be a baseball player's son mm-hmm. yeah what, what, right well is it well thing- that is the funniest part of the movie when a possessed wyatt russell is like yeah, my son should be sacrificed because really, when you think about it, he's a total loser. <laughs> Instead of a lifeguard, do they got a death guard? <laughs> <laughs> See, these are great ideas, Eric. You're, you're, you should have been in the pitch room. I should have been. been. I mean, there was. Uh, it kind of calls back the black phone, also because you're yes. talking from other dimensions. Yep. With- yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because there's a pool dimension, folks. <laughs> really? There's, dude, there's a whole pool dimension. It's wow. kind of like Lady in the Water a little yeah. bit. Oh, baby. Oh, it, man. Like, and you have all of, like, that sounds dumb, right? Pool dimension, so sure. dumb. But yeah. are there cocoon it, aliens it, in there, maybe? Uh, in the pool you, don't really, you don't really see there's, like, some ghosts or whatever. Oh, like, previ- previous victims of the yeah. pool. Oh, that's cool. But this is, it's shot and, and played, like, talk to me yes. or something like yeah. it takes itself so seriously oh, yeah, yeah. you know and i know that's a fucking monkey's paw movie and whatever but, this, but like this it's a pool folks it's, it's a pool a, it's a haunted pool let's have some fun with it and just yeah exactly maybe a life raft <laughs> comes to life and eats somebody and takes them in you know what i mean yeah some blood digital blood i mean i hate digital blood but even that i will take just to give some juice to this fucker just anything, anything. and it, it doesn't have it and like let it be. I was realizing because I paid like the twenty dollar rental for it. So did it's, I, yeah. it's universal. You know that shit's gonna be on Peacock sooner than later. Oh, I saw that Universal logo come up, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> Surprised it isn't already. Yeah. I, I, I figure by now. So was I. I actually double checked on uh, Just Watch, right? I but the tradition it. for Peacock is to put the new Halloween movies directly there, yes. and yes, not Ghost pool, dude. <laughs> Strict two month theatrical window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I wanted to uh, just tell you, dudes, and everybody at, at home some stuff that I was checking out at Sundance uh, this mm. weekend. Um, the rentals of Sundance. I wasn't there, uh, but just uh, you know, Sundance is always kind of a grab bag, and especially with like the narratives, you can sometimes come out with not so many good titles, but. <laughs> There were yeah. some things here that I enjoyed. Trash, trash festival. We're saying it. <laughs> we're not afraid of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all powerful Sundance. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Don't send uh, Butch Cassidy after me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, no, so this uh, first one, it's a new one from uh, the filmmaker, Nathan Silver, hyper independent filmmaker. Dude, it's called uh, Between the Temples. It's Jason Schwartzman as uh, a, uh, cantor a jewish uh, cantor that works at a temple and he's having like a crisis of faith thing and uh he is asked by uh what's her face there from taxi uh oh, carol kane okay. carol kane thank you it's blanking on her name uh carol kane wants to uh have a mitzvah at the oh. age of 73 so it's like it's kind of like jewish herald and maude a little bit oh, uh, interesting. So they start like spending time together uh sean price williams shot it uh on gorgeous 16 in upstate New York, Eric. Oh. Um, so, it, like, a lot of fucking lush forestry. Uh, it's it's really, uh, it's beautifully shot. It's also fucking funny and, like, ass-clenchingly so. Oh, man. Uh, if nobody knows, uh, Nathan Silver, I really suggest you uh, 
He's been putting out a couple of independent movies for a while now. Uh, this, I think, is his biggest stars. I don't. I think most of the time he works with uh, non-professionals or like theater people. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, there's a great movie called Uncertain Terms he made about a, a camp for uh, teen mothers. Um, okay. It's really, really good. Uh, and then his first movie, if you can find it, it's called Soft in the Head. Uh, fantastic movie also about uh, a Jewish uh, crisis of faith. Um, I, all of them, the one thing that keeps them all together, all of them are going to make your ass fucking go up inside you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, they, they just hang on the most awkward fucking moments in your life. Just like and just drag it out. It's un- unbelievable, but fantastic as well. Do you think uh, Nathan Silver gets upset if you ask him who's going to win the next election? <laughs> oh, big time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I, he does a real like, oh, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> and, then yeah. just, like, and then like doesn't answer you and just kind of t- <laughs> No, turns no, yeah. to someone else at the dinner party. No, thank you so much. 538, <laughs> my ass. <laughs> um, the other thing that's cool is because it's shot on 16 by uh, Price Williams uh, and has Jason Schwartzman in it, it has a real vibe of uh, an Alex Ross Perry movie. So if you think of like that mm, dude's kind of wavelength, it's it's sort of that. Um, not picked up yet by anybody. Uh, I guess that's this dude's thing. Is This is like his ninth feature and none of his movies see like Big big distribution, so maybe with some some you know the Carol Kane-ness of it all, the in the star Schwartz power, movie yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Some Oscar buzz possibly. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Um, now this is a movie. Speaking of all of our uh, kvetching about theatrical, uh, this movie Skywalker's a love story is what it's mm-hmm. called here. A new one from Jeff Zimbalist. Um, this sold to Netflix out of the festival. And like, boy, if there's anything that you would want to see in a huge fucking screen, like IMAX, this is a movie about this Russian couple that are um, these like thrill-seeking acrobatic climber people. And they ascend to like the tops of spires on skyscrapers and like do videos and poses for photos and and stuff like that. They're pursued by Darth Vader. Is that right? That's, that's, (laughs) that's, that's exactly right. Um, no, but it's just like it's all of this really crazy GoPro, like high up in the sky kind of footage. Is it a doc or is it a narrative? It's a doc. Okay. Um, and so it's crazy. Like you're watching their footage as they're like ascending these things. And so it's all centered around the biggest uh, project that they work on. Some, uh, you know, super skyscraper that was supposedly like the last planned super skyscraper for the next decade or something. Mm. And it has all this insane security and like we're going to get in there. Everybody keeps getting arrested before they get to the top. We're going to get to the top. So it's like all centered around that. So it's also like heisty kind of. It's ve- it very much plays like a thriller. They break uh, some guards' necks before they start climbing. <laughs> they are in jail now. It's true. <laughs> we're, definitely, we're definitely like dodging people or whatever. But the That's thing cool. is, the um, I think that the, the climb for this big one is in, I think it's in Thailand. And they do not fuck around with like trespassing laws and stuff. So the whole thing too is like, if they get caught doing this thing, which is what you're watching the movie for, they go to jail for like several months. Yeah, and, and you're in a fucking South Asian well, prison. I mean, hey, you get to make an easy sequel. Then you get to make this, and then you get to make your version of Midnight Express. Yes, <laughs> right there. Yes. You just get to Bing switch bang. right over there. Uh-huh. Very easy. Um, yeah, but it is it is so watchable. The footage is fucking crazy. And it reminds me, you know, what it reminds me of is the um the man on wire doc. Oh, okay. Because it's I, a lot of similar, like we're planning like to do this super illegal thing mm. and we're filming it all the time. Uh so that was pretty cool. Um, real quick, just another one, uh, film uh from Northern Ireland. It is called Kneecap. Uh, and this is about uh this Irish language rap group called Kneecap. Hmm. Um the real dudes play themselves in this movie and Michael Fassbender plays uh, one of the kids' fathers. And so it's like, it's this whole thing about like uh, the idea of keeping the Irish language alive. Like it Mm. was fucking outlawed at points Mm. in history, you know? So it's all about that. And like most of the movie is in Irish, which was very fascinating, like new to my ear. Um, And like Fassbender's, you know, yeah. going through it. He's fucking great in the movie. It's good. Like, it's like you definitely got Michael Fassbender. So a company like Sony Pictures Classics would yes, buy this, which sure. they did. And sometimes those can be kind of thankless. And it's like, oh yeah, they just got whoever. But like, it's Michael Fassbender. He's fucking yeah. doing it up. Um, he's like an ex like IRA dude that, you know, faked his own death, 
for political reasons and whatever. Um, but yeah, this dude, Rich Pepiat, this is like his first feature. I'm pretty sure he directed a bunch of music videos for these guys. Um, but it's super fucking funny. It's like kitchen sink drama, but it took ecstasy. You know, it's like the music is crazy. It's shot really interestingly, very, you know, kinetic kind of hyper sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. Big recommend on that one. And then finally, totally charming coming of age film uh, called Didi. Um, that picture ain't selling it on me. <laughs> no, well, it's. I got to tell you, it's a bad frame because that is from like, it's it's a 2008 period piece. So feel free to feel oh like a God. skeleton at any point. Um, but this Sean Young, the uh, Sean Wong, the director here, feature debut. He was 13 in 2008. So this is like very you yeah. know, personal story. And what you're that what that terrible frame is is them like they set off a firecracker in a mailbox and he's filming it. Um, like yeah. a, vid- a little video game, and they're running away from it. Yeah. So, like, it it does not exemplify what the movie actually is. It's like not a, a found footage thing. It's like an actual, autobiographical documentary kind of a thing. Well, no, it's a it's a full on narrative. Oh, okay, like that. See, that's like that's a little kid actor in that Got frame. It. Got it. But he's he's using a camcorder, sure. so it just it looks like it's a documentary in that All in right. that moment. But it's I thought the same thing when I saw the frame for it. Yeah. But it's uh no, it's a narrative. Uh, Joan Chen plays the mother. She's incredible. Wow, she has this like just it's Joan Chen getting this like meaty supporting role. Uh, really really great. Um, but yeah, it's just you know the kid is uh, Taiwanese American and he's living it up in Northern California, trying to navigate you know, being in high school and all that shit, very coming of age, very sweet. Um, you know, with like a little bit of an edge to it. It's not really a, a super polished existence. You know, not many teenage existences are. It's so watchable. It hasn't sold to anybody yet, but I'm sure somebody's going to pick yeah. it up. Um, just a totally uh, charming little, little bit of movie making there. And yeah, there was like a lot of not great stuff. I didn't want to harp on that, but that's just some stuff that I definitely think people should keep their eyes peeled for. Uh, sure. Should something come out now? Um, Very cool. Something I don't think uh, anyone's going to want to keep their eyes peeled for. And I would say avoid it, Eric. We'll see how you feel in this week's secret movie. It's not yeah, good. Eric, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren's directorial effort. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren stars in Wanted Man. Also, you know what? Right? just told me already. I'm already in. I'm already watching. <laughs> I'm watching go. it right now. Watch <laughs> it. It's also co-written by Dolph Lundgren. Uh, you do the score as well. I don't know, Chris, but one of the other writers wrote probably the worst Gary Busey movie to exist. Ghost Rock 2003's Ghost Rock. Whoa, dude. Mm. If you're saying the worst of a Gary Busey t- movie to exist, that's yeah. pretty low. He was in four Ginger Dead Man movies. Yeah. Ginger Dead Man is way better than Ghost Rock. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Oh, you've, what is, you've, is it a Western? What it is, is the movie? It's a Western. Yeah, it's just filmed on one of those tourist attraction towns out west and it's uh, uh it's like zero budget zero anything really yeah. poorly written no real direction anyway Dolph Lundgren's a better director than Ghost Rock's director I forget the guy's <laughs> name but this movie is uh it's trash it's also trying to make you just you know remember everyone you know remember that the uh the best the best cops are 70 years old <laughs> yeah, you know. it's insane. Like the movie starts with him. Like there's been an outcry because he was filmed abusing a fucking Mexican person, and like he's sounds like, like re- sounds like a good reason for an outcry, dude. Yes, the, well, no, but on a tape, tape saying Mexican low life, and you yeah, know all this shit. The original script was probably way worse. Yeah, it was like Dolph, you can't scratch that out. Put something else in. Yeah. But so like this, this happens, and it's not like. Okay, you're fucking 70 whatever. Just retire. You're done. Yeah. It's like here's this special uh mission to Mexico that you have to go on as punishment. Uh-huh. I don't think so. And guess what? Mm. Things go tits up and he ends up laying in a bed for most of the movie. Okay. He you know, well, here's the funny thing, like cuz I follow him on Instagram and a while back he had uh like knee surgery or some shit. I think like he was making this movie 
like physically in pain because he's like he's just limping all over this movie. I was and watching it physically noticeable. in pain. <laughs> <laughs> but I just didn't don't... it look like he was actually injured making this movie. Like he was walking around with a chronic injury. Well, yeah, well, just yeah, it did look like that, and it just it really worked against the narrative of hey, let the old guy do the cop thing again because he's right. good at it. But when he's walking around like that, you're just yeah, it's like well. <laughs> You want him to sit like, please have some soup or something. Dude. Sit down. Did all of the criminals have twisted ankles? Was he able? To, is that the only way he was able to? Because I, I don't understand why. Like, it, it's, but it's, so I guess it's all like what computer crimes? Well, it, he, what, what it, he ends up no. it's like escorting a prisoner and this uh, woman becomes like he's just like he learns to understand that not every Mexican is evil. Oh, throughout nice. the course of the film, smart. <laughs> That's Very really smart. what it's about. And then, but like the ending, he kind of doesn't though. Like he's trying to, he's just <laughs> the same dude, and like of course he's gonna like get with this woman that he's like protecting throughout sure. the movie, right? And the, the last scene is them like at the courthouse or some shit, and he's like, "Oh hey, what's up, hot Mexican lady?" And I'm like, "You've learned nothing from this experience, <laughs> dude." Like. It's so yeah. fucking terrible. And it has twists, maybe just one that you could see coming ten miles away. Because why else is Kelsey Grammer in your movie? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but his character meets an end that's very funny. Yeah, um, it, it almost makes the other grueling ninety-four minutes worth oh. it. The thing is, like, uh, if Kelsey Grammer or Dolph Lundgren had some swagger in these roles, it's crazy to even say that, but. <laughs> there could be something that's watchable here, but it really doesn't feel like anyone cares. Yeah. Oh. No, nobody gave a shit. And the, I don't know if you to believe this on the trivia or what. It says that Dolph was trying to get this movie made since 2006. Was it really like a I believe 15 that. year plus passion what, project? What, what were the blockades? What were the <laughs> things that were stopping you from doing this? Uh, common <laughs> sense, reason, money, money. I can't get two hundred thirty-four thousand dollars together. It's so close. <laughs> we're at two hundred thirty-one. We were at two hundred thirty-one for four years. Um, I will say though, speaking of budgetary stuff, not all the way through, but there are some real squibs here and there. there okay. You go. Right. Um, There are some creative uses of gunplay. One moment I liked, maybe the only part I liked was when he shoots a, (laughs) he shoots a fence and you see like the the fence is rigged to blow up. And then the actor behind it has blood on his back and falls over. I'm like, that's a, that's a cheap, good way to get that effect. Yes, exactly. So you're kind of thinking of some things here and there, but overall wanted man. I did not want it, man. Mm. Ah, Perfect review. That's my fucking DVD cover review. Uh, but that is going to do it for this week, folks. Uh, big week, as always, with the releases. But just to, if you are playing catch up last Thursday, we dropped uh, this month's Melrose 210. Big episode, two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, yes, big, a big one. But, you know, Joe was on trial for murder and Steve Sanders was having to protect a nerd. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. We talked about Jenny Garth posting a certain animal's genitalia oh, on Instagram. Yep. Yes, That's yeah. where the extra oh, 20 yeah. minutes went. Oh, yes. it's a much yep. big one. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, It was a little bit before we got talking about the TV shows, if yeah, you know what I mean. Genitalia yes. talk on that Melrose 2 and out. Every time. Uh, and then uh, Friday, we jogged into the weekend uh, with the Nexus. Oh. Fucking Charles Nabier mm-hmm. playing some of the worst music you'll ever hear in your life. Genitalia yeah. talk on the next <laughs> note. As well, yes. Oh, also. Well, sure. Not re- well yeah. it's kind of always. Yeah, yeah just swinging yeah. everywhere. No, I think we were bringing up the horse cock from the Melrose episode. <laughs> I'm, sure, yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> yeah, we I was trying out. to dance around it and not be so crude on YouTube. but Oh, so oh, I'm all right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Dainty YouTube. The horse's <laughs> magnificent genitalia. Uh, speaking of magnificent genitalia, uh, tomorrow Saw X is out. We are wrapping up uh, some of the biggest brain scratchers from last year and got a big old episode about that. And... If you're on our Patreon at the $8 level and up, you can watch or listen, rather, to the Saw X uh, episode ad-free on that Patreon. Uh, and then Friday, release-wise, we love movies all about Dune oh, 84. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, uh, this was an exciting, fun-ass conversation. A lot of Dune nerdery. Oh, a lot yeah. of Patrick Stewart nerdery. We had a ball talking about Dune 1984, and I'm excited for that to drop. But don't give, don't forget Thursday, we're doing a, a digital worldwide experience on The Flash, two, 2023's The Flash. 
Yes. Yes. On on 9 p.m. Eastern, moment.co slash we hate movies. We'll be talking about all your favorite flashes and cameos and (laughs) other things that shouldn't be in feature films. No, all that. We will be catching (laughs) all the babies. Oh, God. Getting all the microwaves. There has to be a living descendant of George Reeves. (laughs) And I just want to know how that person feels the about not, the movie The Flash. If, if it's like, if it's anything like the the Christopher Reeves kids, not great. The answer is mm. Oh, they had they had vocal beef. Good for them. They did. Yeah, there's a new doc which I do want to see on uh, That on was at Sundance, yeah. Uh they were they were talking about that and they're like, "Yeah, nobody called us for anything and that looked terrible." Sure did. Wow. I I That's honestly, I hope Nicolas Cage and Kevin Smith's children uh, speak out about this. I, I you know what? I, you know, I, I don't have the best history with Kevin Smith, but hey, are you telling you me Kevin Smith there. is in that movie? Uh, no, it's his something related. Oh, oh yeah, right. Super, wanna, yes, yes. I, I know what you're no. referencing now. Yes, yeah, yeah. but uh, that was also quite terrible. Uh, but yes, Thursday night, y'all catch us live 9 p.m. Eastern moment.co slash we hate movies. I am dreading rewatching that movie for a second and final time. But this is our biz, folks, and we're happy to do it for you this Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, moment.co slash we hate movies. That's going to wrap it up for this week's On Screen Live. Until next Monday, when we definitely will tell you all what we're playing uh, on those live dates we're talking about movie-wise. Uh, we're definitely doing that next definitely Monday. Definitely That's right. It. Thank you, Steve. Uh, until then, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siskin. Chris Cavan. Have a good week, y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>